everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This show, we're breaking down past episodes of the Heartland TV show, and we are into season 14. It's finally happened. We're finally caught up to at least where we started, uh, uh, the, where they were when we started. It's just the, the beginning of uh, season 14. So this is pretty exciting. This can be emotional to get the tissues out. We're going to be talking it out. And <laughs> I'm good to Rachel Wagner, and Michelle's here. Hey, everyone. You ready for this? Oh, as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've been preparing yes. for like a year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, ever since we started uh, and mm. the episode dropped right around when yeah. we started and and so we heard all about it and we had just started mm-hmm. watching the show. And so it's it really gotten a lot of buildup for, yeah. for me mm-hmm. <laughs> finally watching it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it was hard to sort of not see it so yeah Mm -hmm. I know that for me like when I was watching the show just these first you know 13 seasons I really tried to just watch that and not not really think ahead Mm -hmm. and just you know react and review what we were watching um and not let this sort of cloud that in any way and I think we've done a really good job of that but yeah I have too but this was impossible to not yeah, know not about yeah no <laughs> um so we have the summary it just says the past year has brought unexpected change to the heartland family while amy deals with a major upheaval in her life lou copes with the reality of being the mayor of hudson and georgie revisits her dream of the olympics so the big thing okay so the very beginning of this episode we have Ty collapsing from a blood clot that came from the, after the surgery that he had with the bullet wound from last season. Mm-hmm. And th- so this had been two years. I think that made it especially brutal, I would think, for the fans that not only had they waited two years for Harlan to come back, mm-hmm. uh, but they had this coming back. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's the first time we've had sort of a, significant time jump um but again i I really don't Mm -hmm. see any other way to do it yeah so i well have you have you watched if you caught up to season five on one calls the heart and you started watching i haven't but you know for me like the three sort of shows is when calls the heart which is one i'm not caught up with but definitely like I'm a part of the sort of Hallmark community, so mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. definitely have seen the fan reaction. <laughs> and for me, watching that, it was very much like what I went through watching Downton Abbey. Um, that was uh-huh. my big sort of like that ha- that that was absolutely heartbreaking. Um, and I said it before, but that episode aired on Christmas Day here, um, and I was absolutely heartbroken. Like nobody knew it was coming. Same situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the only sort of other one I can sort of think of is is maybe um, Grey's Anatomy, which had sort of a similar situation where the actor wanted to leave. And that was, yeah, again, nobody saw that episode coming. So, yeah, <laughs> you could just I sort guess, of add this to the, the pilot. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that any of those shows you listed handled the past, the, the leaving of an actor perfectly like that I would have done it the way I would have done it uh I have to I would say that I think this with Ty is 
is better than how down um, how, better than Downton Abbey, better than um, uh, better than one calls the heart, because mm-hmm. I do appreciate the fact that Graham did the ghost shoot so that mm-hmm. throughout at least these first couple of episodes, we see him. There's yeah. some degree of closure because of that, which is, I appreciate. Yeah. And, yeah. or they didn't do that with one calls the heart and they didn't do, they had like pictures of him and stuff, but they didn't have, he didn't do any like ghost shots and neither with um, Downton Abbey. And yeah. so I, that, that makes this better to me, but I just wish that all of them had had a more proper goodbye. Like why couldn't Ty have gotten, I don't know, like leukemia or something like that, that, and so where, you know, like, okay, the end is coming and you get a tearful, sweet goodbye. Like why do all of those shows that you mentioned have to have the accident type of death, you know, there's yeah. car accident slash blood clot slash, uh, slash Mountie disaster situation. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like surely they could have one day of shooting with the person and have them be able to say goodbye to this great, you know, romance and love and and say goodbye Mm -hmm. to the child. And I mean, at least with Downton Abbey, uh, he got to see his baby. So at least they gave us that. Um, And I mean, Wind Calls the Heart was the worst of all of them because they not only had uh had him not see his baby not even know about his baby but also they'd only been married for three episodes <laughs> which was so bad I, I mean uh unbelievable uh so yeah this one is uh isn't terrible but mm-hmm. I, I don't know i just i appreciate that he did the ghost because i felt like at least that gives some closure i wish that there had been wish that they had had to be some other kind of death so that there could have been like a moment to say goodbye yeah yeah and because when you do it this way you know it is leaving amy in 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 such a situation where she is you know unable to move on because it is you know such a traumatic Mm -hmm. you know thing she saw the love of her life just die in front of her um you know gone you know there one minute gone the next so yeah it was a brutal way to do it and yeah I, I have no I have no idea in terms of like did they have you know one day with him in order just to do all of this to pepper throughout these episodes um you know I have no idea um I do know that he does have you know a, a Graham still has a good relationship with Amber so it's yeah, I mean, I, I appreciated that, that we at least got that, which, like I said, we didn't get with the, mm-hmm. with those other shows. Yeah. So with those other shows that sort of felt like the actor was done and doesn't give the, the writers much time to respond. Whereas it felt like this, you know, he had, you know, said that he was done um, and mm-hmm. he would give X amount of time to sort of write him out. But yeah. Yeah. It, well, and it's funny you had Ryan Bird and Lori Laughlin on uh, on Home and Family after it happened, and they're like, "We looked at Down Abbey for guidance," and I'm like, "Everyone hated what they did Down Abbey." 
I don't know a single Down Abbey fan that was like that was handled great. We loved yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, like, I was devastated that happened on Christmas Day. I was crying. Like it finished <laughs> at ten o'clock at night. I had to go to bed and get up for work the next day because it was like our Black Friday Boxing Day, and I had to go to work and it was miserable. <laughs> like I looked as if I was hungover. <laughs> I was just like devastated over the loss of a character. <laughs> No, it was. It was devastating. I was so mad. Are you kidding me? Because this was, I mean, and also it just feels like with Downton Abbey, it's, it's like, what, what was it? Like eight episodes? Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even a full, I understand, like, When Calls the Heart is like a lot of episodes. Well, now it's like 12, but, but Heartland's a lot of episodes. So I, I don't know. I just feel like he couldn't have he couldn't have kept the character alive and come in for like one day, you know, yeah. it just yeah, felt exactly. like every time Dan Stevens is in a terrible movie. I just think you left lady Mary for this. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Yeah. There's like a small part of you. That's like, yeah. Hopefully it would sort of yeah, like when he was in that beauty and the beast, I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You brought this on yourself, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I I don't know. So, yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's like this huge thing. But is there that much to necessarily talk about as far as because it it happens so fast, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they just have him just collapse at the very beginning, and uh, and yeah, I guess sometimes you can have these sort of after effects from yeah. from okay. surgery. And uh, so that's what they decided to go with. But I still think with all three of those shows that you mentioned are romantic shows of nature in their nature. So why not have the character leave in a more romantic way, you know, like holding on to the love's hand and, you know, and, and peacefully and saying goodbye and how much they love each other. And then he, you know, the passes away and you'd all, we'd all be sobbing as opposed to, car accident slash mounty disaster slash blood clots yeah yeah i'm trying to think of one but i'm sure there's you know ones where you know it's that situation where there's also the conversation of you know i I was reading a book recently and and they were sort of the main character has been single for x amount of years and Mm -hmm. but it's not because they are you know grieving the loss of their husband still you know she always will be but she has had sort of that conversation with her husband where he doesn't want her to be alone he wants yeah. her to sort of meet someone yeah. else yeah that and would have been a nice a conversation too yeah. to have mm-hmm. yeah because all, all of those three. characters are, yeah are, all of those characters that we talked about are so young so it, yeah, it sort of boxes you in of like how do you move forward with this character over you know this show is just going to go on forever so how do you move on Mm-hmm. for x number of years um authentically without upsetting the fandom i think that's going to be the interesting thing mm-hmm. as well and i just think you get more closure and it would just feel more satisfying if mm-hmm. if you had that kind of goodbye moment yeah yeah for sure. <sighs> but there, i don't know there must be a reason that they can't i guess i don't know if you have to pay people for a whole season or or mm-hmm. what happens? I don't know. There, there's got to be some reason that they can't. I mean, here at least they did, like I said, brought him back to be a ghost uh, for ghost scenes, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. 
but yeah. it sounds like i mean he hasn't done anything else acting wise since then and i was listening to a podcast that he was on where he was saying that really more of his interest is in producing and directing yeah uh, and he does have his own podcast so it sounds yeah. like he's kind of more interested in creating creating content versus acting mm-hmm. and you have to understand as well the one, the one thing you have to think about is he was so young when he started on this show yeah and it's been his whole life and we don't often think about acting as a job and you, can you imagine being in the same job for over a decade you know it's understandable that he has you know grown and changed as a person and wants to move on to something mm-hmm. different it's just unfortunate <laughs> for the people watching that yeah well and also I feel like I feel like a, a lot of people discovered Heartland during the pandemic so that makes it also yeah. especially yeah yeah and it's <laughs> like you say it's ultimately a romance um and they are the main romance so mm-hmm. you know just watching these three episodes you know the structure of the show is different now um it's it's not that yeah. anymore whatever it's it's a family drama sort of through and through now yeah and it is like I said it it is it was kind of tough timing because people mm-hmm. have been waiting two years to come back to this brutal episode and this tough season like amber said in, in the interview and i hope y'all have listened to that interview because i thought she was really insightful and so yeah he then they kind of move on i mean they they have this all happen at the very beginning and then they kind of move on with the story so with uh, oh, one year later. Mm-hmm. we have uh lou being mayor and you've got this little kid picketing outside the mayor office and uh, we have rick her chief administrative officer what do you think about rick you i cannot get yeah i cannot get a handle on rick <laughs> um, i really love the actor i love the baby but I, i'm not sure if he's like trying to antagonize lou because it also feels like he's been actively bad at his job and I'm like, what's your deal? Like, what are you trying to accomplish by not giving her all of the information? It's like he's sort of setting her up to fail and then going, well, you know, you should have listened to me. And it's like, well, you never said anything. Like, so yeah, yeah. I can't get a hand on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he seems pretty fun. Yeah, he but, does seem like uh, a fun energy to bring in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. He doesn't seem like that that good at his job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait, what the fact that he's trying to, she's got this family thing this weekend. He's just hearing about it. And then there's also this, you know, work thing that she's, he's just pouncing on her then. And, uh, so it seems like there's some scheduling problems going on. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, like being mayor of Hudson, I don't even think is a full, full-time job, like a small mm. town like that. Yeah. I imagine so yeah I wouldn't imagine it's especially they wouldn't let her take on the job when she has you know several others yeah (laughs) but that is not that Heartland is a Hallmark show but that is uh because like on When Calls the Heart you had Abigail being also mayor and running the cafe on Good Witch you had (laughs) you had um uh yeah Abigail um yeah, Abigail, I guess both name. Abigail run 
also being mayor and then you had Martha being mayor and doing a million other things so I don't know it's it's a it's a funny thing that uh, it's kind of like a um it's a trope that they like to use in these kinds of dramas I think is to have the one of the characters become mayor of the town um all right uh what else do we got so Lou's not wearing her engagement ring uh oh, she's so skyping she's skyping with mitch and this was obviously again a um covid yeah. thing yeah to, so to work around like, it like a big milestone part of the relationship and we don't see it again like mm-hmm. i understand obviously with the time jump but yeah it was like <laughs> yeah there's a time jump a year and mm-hmm. we get them skyping and then uh we have quinn who is who is sporting some quarantine hair he looks like covid hair long hair (laughs) and he's coaching a girl named fiona mcintosh so george is pretty pretty jealous of that Mm -hmm. what'd you think of the new quinn quarantine quinn i mean i really like quinn um i really like him in these episodes um, I just feel like they're such a good match. He's so mature. He's so good for her. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like he is a good fit. You know, he, he does the sort of fish out of water sort of thing really well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like he's such a good fit for Georgie. Um, yeah. And I think he brings out sort of the best in her so far that we've seen with her, you know, love interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could use a, a trim. A hair trim but other than that yeah he's great he's great so they're gonna have a memorial for ty are we to assume that so they had a funeral because in the next episode she's mad at lily yeah. for not coming to the funeral so they had a funeral so this is like a one-year memorial yeah, yeah, the the that they're doing. yeah 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 so yeah i'd imagine it's sort of so it was interesting you know she does say you know she didn't remember the funeral um Mm-hmm. yeah so jack tells amy that they should go to the river into the f- fishing cabin and mm-hmm. he says i've found great solace in my life at that river mm-hmm. and of course they had so many iconic moments between ty and amy at the cabin yeah yeah and i, I was like here comes the flashbacks again. I knew they were coming. I was like, yeah, <laughs> these flashbacks when they're just going to make us suffer. Mm-hmm. And they find Casper, the son of Ghost, who they helped early mm-hmm. on when it got in the yeah. barbed wire. Mm-hmm. And, and now Casper has a son, has a family. Yeah. And that was very sweet. Yeah, that was so sweet. Such a mm-hmm. gorgeous horse yeah and so georgie decides to start training because she's feeling jealous of fiona and she loses concentration and uh, and she messes up in the in this it was like a little competition thing that they were doing yeah 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 she sort of glances to the side and mm-hmm. sort of thinks that she sees ty and sort of throws her mm-hmm. right yeah, and it was very sweet to see every character talk about their relationship with Ty, mm-hmm. not just yeah, Amy. Yeah, they had a different relationship with everyone. Mm-hmm. It was so nice to see that, you know, highlighted. 
Mm -hmm. Lou says he was the little brother I never had. Uh, Caleb says that uh, he was his best friend. They talk about freeing him from the hospital, which still never made any sense to me. (laughs) You can just leave anytime you want. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, that was the memory they chose to show. Uh, also, they talked about when they got the Longhorn, Jack's Longhorn. They showed yeah. that. So that was fun. That was a fun memory. That was really fun. And I said, Ty and Amy were a unit. They were beautiful together. And and Jack says, it's hard to say goodbye. Uh, it was hard to say goodbye to him and have him go to Mongolia. And then Tim says, I thought he was crazy for going to Mongolia. And then they show the clip of him saying he's he's not going to allow the world to be uh, like that. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, it was interesting. They picked that memory because most people are like, oh, Mongolia plot Mongolia. stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop bringing up Mongolia. <laughs> but I think that they were trying to show that he was very selfless and was, you know, not thinking of... Uh, of his own needs, you know, thinking about making mm-hmm. the world a better place. But I just feel like there was probably a better memory. Like I love the scene with him, the whole section with him making the truck with Luke. Yeah. Something like that would probably been better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy says he was my soulmate. He gave me so much love. And then she spreads the ashes so that's all emotional. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah, I thought it was, you know, really well constructed the episode with, you know, what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not an easy thing for Amber Marshall to do either. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought everybody was did a good job with their acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. In this. And then uh, Georgie tells Quinn and that she wants to compete and wants him to be her coach so that's gonna be interesting (laughs) yeah yeah you think that if you had a significant other you could have that be your coach or boss yeah I think we should keep those things separate (laughs) (laughs) I agree (laughs) and then uh, Amy says she's not going to build the house because it's still just on the yeah. foundation so then tim goes and destroys the house yeah he's sort of been pushing her all episode because if she doesn't move forward then they have to sort of tear it all down and start from the beginning again but yeah I, I really can't see how they can sort of continue that without ty mm-hmm. um but yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens to that land now yeah well that will be interesting to see uh, what they do and, and where they end up. Uh, I wonder if now that Georgie's going to school, if uh, if I wonder if Amy and Lindy now will then move back into the loft. Mm-hmm. Who knows what will happen? But Tim gets his anger out, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say overall it was a pretty well done episode. It's a tough episode. I I just kind of wish they'd handled the death slightly differently but it Mm -hmm. wasn't the worst of these ones we've talked about so (laughs) um i i'd give it an eight i think what do you think yeah Yeah, an eight so it was very emotional and i think they did well with what they had 
um and you know you always sort of feel for the writers in this position mm-hmm. because they, they're the ones that have to <laughs> they have to deal with it and trying to find a way to sort of not please everyone but also just write an episode of tv that you know is dramatic and emotional and you know works and i think this did mm-hmm. yeah i think overall it did work Hey, this is David from the Piecing It Together podcast, a podcast about movies and the movies that inspire them. For over four years, each week, a guest and I take a look at a new movie through the lens of what other movies we think were either an influence or connect in some other way. It's a fun, unique way to discuss films that leads to a great list of other movies to check out that either explore the same themes and ideas or maybe utilize similar filmmaking techniques. Including special episodes in our side series that twist the format, we've done over 200 episodes, so there's bound to be one on a film you've been thinking about and want to dig deeper into. So check us out on all the major podcasting apps and at piecingpod.com. So, all right, we have the last goodbye, and mm-hmm. we get more of these ghost tie, dream tie. Your Amy keeps dreaming of him making Lindy uh, breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, that he's there and uh, she keeps just sobbing. We see this this dream, I think, three times. Yeah. And I mean, everybody at Heartland is always big in dreams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big deal in Heartland. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we also have this cattle drive and... Uh, Quinn volunteers to go on the cattle drive and the thing about it is he's like a professional horse guy you know like it's not like he is a complete newcomer and is I don't know they were just acting like he had no experience but he's like a a potential Olympian on horses yeah I think he could probably figure it out (laughs) yeah I feel like he is, is good at sort of playing that he is quite fancy. You know, he's quite, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's in the sort of elite um, part of the, the sort of equestrian world. So he's, he's definitely, yeah. you know, not really gotten his hands dirty, um, especially not enough for Tim. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it immediately made me think of like the episode where Ty does the, the moves the cattle, you know, and that I was like, oh my God, here we go. Like, this is going to be, an emotional one for Jack because yeah, it really did take me back to season one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we find out that Georgie is going to go down to Florida with Quinn and going to be training there. And it was kind of funny. I thought when he, when Quinn was like, she will have a room far away from my far room. Away. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. We were all thinking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then jade shows up and she has a little girl with her the same little girl who was doing all the protesting Mm -hmm. and uh she's her new stepsister so uh parker is her name Mm -hmm. and uh, what do you think about parker um i really like parker um especially in the next episode um i'm a little confused feel like they have to bring in every few years they have to bring in like a new kid for for jack to bounce off mm-hmm. um, he's so good with kids um and i think she's great and she's great with him especially in the next episode but yeah i thought it was a strange sort of way to bring her in of like 
it's Jade's new sister and the parents aren't, aren't around and I'm like this is really well I mean especially like, offloading their child onto these people that they've never met like mm-hmm. yeah that, that was the, the, bit, the bit that sort of threw me it's like the parents don't know Jack so that really confused me yeah well and it's confusing because they already have Lindy and Katie there that they can yeah. use. It's not like they yeah. don't have children at the yeah. house already. And, uh, and they just got rid of Luke. Mm-hmm. So they had yeah. another, so I don't yeah, know why they Luke, needed so. Parker. Yeah. We love Luke. So I think mm-hmm. bringing him in, you know, every couple of, you know, episodes would have, you know, been really nice as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't seen Jade's mom in so long. So it took me a second to be like, oh yeah, no, we, we do know Jade's mom. It's just been a while since we've seen her. Yeah. And when this airs, they will have already, you all will have already heard our interview with River, uh, John, the actor who plays Luke. And he was delightful. I hope you all enjoyed that yeah. because uh, he, I just was very impressed with him. I thought he was so, uh, so sweet and uh, engaging and, uh, and sometimes interviewing uh, the uh, child actors, they can be a little like one word answers, just not just be a little shy, which is fine and understandable. Uh, but he was really, really great. I thought. Yeah. 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 He sort of surprised me on every question. He was very mm-hmm. thoughtful and, you know, just had a really good energy about him. Yeah, I agree. That was, I'll put a link down if people want to listen, if you missed it and uh, make sure to check it out. Cause he was great. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, Parker, I mean, she's, fairly she's a little too cutesy i think sometimes a little too feel she almost does feel like a character in gilmore girls you know sort of the mm-hmm. prattling and the talk, fast talking and you know kind of a thing uh which feels a little weird in this show but you know she's fine you know little girl yeah i feel and like the it's interactions with jack yeah i feel like it's the closest i've gotten to mallory with another yeah child actor that's true trying to sort of recreate that a little bit Mm -hmm. that's a good point so i I did think it was really funny when quinn is taking the selfie on the thing and they're like you stay at the back at all times i don't know they were all like (laughs) horrified by it that was that was funny i thought that was really funny yeah yeah because so jade goes on the cattle drive as well in quinn and Mm -hmm. uh they end up short six cattle because Quinn didn't stay at the back like he was supposed to. And uh, so they're all, uh, Tim is upset and Jim, but, but Jim, what am I saying? But Jack is more upset. And Tim says, you're being mean, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the Jack I know is never mean. And he says, it's about someone who isn't on this cow drive um tim 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 says i'm angry angry enough to tear down a house my advice is to not tear tear down quinn Mm -hmm. so yeah some good advice from tim uh finally you know you've sort of crossed the line when tim calls you out (laughs) yeah exactly that's what i was thinking (laughs) And then we have uh, more going on with Lou being mayor and there's a, uh, the fire sprinkler is leaking. 
and so she she gets it re- repaired but it's it's uh it's um reported as a renovation that she used mm-hmm. public funds to renovate her office which if it is the mayor's office i don't understand why you couldn't use public funds it's a yeah. public building it's her office <laughs> yeah this was where i was like what is rick deal? <laughs> because he knew yeah. that this was going to happen and he didn't see anything <laughs> was like what's your deal buddy <laughs> like, yeah yeah like, what are you trying to achieve <laughs> hmm. I have a feeling Lou being mayor is not going to be my favorite. Like, yeah, yeah, especially on the next episode, I was sort of frustrated with like the multiple things that she has to juggle. Um, and uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's frustrating that that's always her storyline of like she has a million things on the go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so she is considering using. Uh, heartland beef for the town barbecue Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to sell it at cost but then there's another report saying that she's enriching the family coffers with public funds and (laughs) i i feel like all of these things again if if rick and the other pr people doing their job are pretty easily refuted you literally show the 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 costs the balance sheets yeah everything like that and i and and i don't think the mayor usually would be making these kinds of decisions anyway i think usually like the county commissioners or the um uh i don't know how big of a town this is but usually i think towns this size have a like a commission or a board you know and those are the people that actually make most of the decisions and then the the mayor just signs the laws into it's like, do I need to yeah. have a whole little, a little thing about this? Is the executive <laughs> branch? They yeah. sign Rachel, Rachel's mirror podcast and start next week. <laughs> I mean, this is Canada, so who knows what they do up there? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, but it, it does very much feel like a one woman show. Um, yeah. which, like, if it doesn't feel like the case, um, you know, it, it, there doesn't seem, I, I don't think we've actually seen like a, a town sort of meeting or board mm-hmm. which I feel like should exist and yeah I'm like trying that. to think if we have ever seen anything like that like usually when they have town meetings it seems like it's town a baggies meetings. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like a, a text that went around or something which she'd be <laughs> using government funds <laughs> yeah for maggies yeah Anyway, uh, so she is dealing with all that, and uh, and then uh, and then we have Amy trying to decide whether she should try again with the Wild Colts uh, because it, you know, she was training it when he died, when Ty died. Um, and then we also get this whole scene with Jack remembering the whole moment when he um gave ty his uh his black cowboy hat said he Mm -hmm. said it was his favorite hat yeah and uh, he gave it to him because he he that was back up in like what was that season one or two i think it was season two Two, yeah yeah, there was a a calf that sort of separated and he went down and, and sort of fell down and injured himself 
as Ty was wanting to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, Jack had to sort of rescue both of them. <laughs> and so he throws the t- the cowboy hat uh, in the river mm-hmm. in homage to in honor of Ty. So that was yeah. a sweet moment. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So then Jade and Quinn are able to find the cows. And that was a pretty good scene uh, with Jade lassoing the cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. They did a good job yeah. with that. And I like her, like, she likes Quinn, but like her priority is Georgie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. Really yeah. Like if you that. hurt Georgie, I'll make you regret it. <laughs> Which is good. I think it's more likely Georgie hurting him. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> this Looking at the track record, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Quinn and Jade bring the cows back and uh, Jack apologizes to Quinn. And then uh, they have the Fall Harvest Festival where, with all that uh, non-Heartland beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever had the Harvest Festival before? (laughs) No, I don't think so. (laughs) And I mean, I go to this festival. They have full-on big ribeye steaks. (laughs) Looks good to me. Uh, So then Amy says, "Uh, what I need is for you to embrace any opportunity that comes your way. And uh, so she decides to to take the wild horse uh back from the cabin and and then lou says that she will look into the bee initiative and look into the pesticides that parker has been i'm not sure why they are spraying pesticides at the park to begin with it's not like it's a crop or a farm or something like that you know who cares if there's bugs at the park the only reason you spray pesticides is for for crops that you need not on a park yeah yeah it feels like parker was protesting about something different like every scene they saw yeah so she's saying that if you remove the bees then you hurt the bee population and that hurts everything and that's true that's accurate yeah but I just don't understand why they would be pesticides in the park to begin with, because there's no reason. Uh, Maybe you could have er like herbicides, like trying to get rid of the weeds and stuff. Maybe, I guess, Mm -hmm. but pests, who cares if there's bugs at the park? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, what do you think about this one? One to 10? Um, 7.5. Thought it was really good. Um, I thought the sort of emotional core of it was obviously the the Jack storyline. I thought it was done really well because I think mm-hmm. when you look at the show as a whole, I think you know the person that was probably most affected by Ty's death, other than Amy, would maybe be Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, they had such a, a father son bond, so yeah, I think it really worked on that level for me. Yeah, we also had I forgot uh, the Amy going to the therapy place. Uh, mm-hmm. and meeting Abraham mm-hmm. and uh and then he meets Mickey and he says or he greets Mickey and he says Mickey helped uh Abraham was the former owner of Mickey and uh yeah, he says Mickey 
Mickey helped him get through homesickness when they moved from Syria. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. The one I think that is interesting about this whole thing with Ty and Amy is that it's like the one thing that Amy hasn't really been able to fix, you know, like she's so great at everything that yeah. I'm kind of curious to see this season about how she's become, she is a little bit more thrown by this whole thing. Yeah. yeah. I think that'll be good. <clears throat> yeah. That'll be interesting. Um, and I imagine a, a big challenge for Amber Marshall this season. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, the next episode is called Making Amends. And this is Amy begrudgingly helps Ty's mother, Lily, with a traumatized racehorse. Lou gets into even more hot water when she tries to sell Hudson as a must-see tourist location. So overall, what do you think of this one? Oof, this is a heavy one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I- I'm sort of glad I watched all of Sometimes I sort of take a break in between episodes. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I sort of watched all of these right through because one of the things that was frustrating in the first episode is you know it felt like there was no one from Ty's family there you know obviously Wade is a complicated you know character but having his mum not being there felt um really difficult especially because in the sort of later seasons you know that was one of the reasons where you know if Graham wasn't in the episode that week you know he was seeing his mum or you know so they sort of had built up this storyline of them rebuilding the relationship um so that was sort of difficult to sort of get my head around in that first episode but I'm glad um that it was brought back around here and we sort of really dealt with um Ty's loss from his mother's perspective from an addict's perspective as well yeah yeah I mean she says I've come here not to make excuses but I came to make amends and you Mm -hmm. usually don't have Amy being so angry yeah so that was different and mm-hmm. and kind of bitter about yeah. this and so it definitely cut beat which would, it would I mean how could it not yeah because she has no information she has no you know knowledge of you know where Lily was um she could assume imagine if it was you know that would be my assumption that she you know had fallen off the wagon or you know, she'd, you know, really struggled with her addictions and things like that. That would be where my head would go, but she still didn't come to the fair. No, she still hasn't, you know, made a phone call. She's not seen her granddaughter. So yeah, mm-hmm. Amy's very justified in her anger here. Yeah. She says, I had to explain to my daughter that her dad wasn't coming home by her and her Nana was gone. And I don't know if I can forgive you for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then we have Wade bringing this racehorse there and uh, it's named Howler, this horse. And uh, Lily's upset with him for doing that. Uh, and Amy's upset about it and thinks there was some kind of collusion between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Amy can't resist helping, uh, helping a horse, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like the horse is going to injure himself and the, and the trailer so she's sort of left with no choice but to sort of step in and I sort of like the way that they're you know bringing Amy back into sort of because it's been sort of told to us that she hasn't worked with a horse in over a year so I like the, the ways that they're getting her to work with horses again where she's you know helping with Parker's new horse and 
and sort of been kind of forced into this one as well where she's you know having to sort of make a, a quick choice of stopping the horse or you know sticking to her guns of you know not doing that anymore so yeah I feel like they've, they've handled this part of the story really well yeah I agree so then we also have uh Lou she uh, is uh, she's trying she gets this call from this guy Chad Cunningham who is this travel blogger so she's really excited she's going to have him stay at the dude ranch and get in like show him around town and really pump up uh, pump up Hudson is a great place to live so then mm-hmm. he ends up writing this nice article about Hudson but then people uh, people get upset about it and they keep having it happen where she's just doing other stuff and, and then we'll get a call and be like, oh, I have to go to this meeting now. And that's not the way yeah. that politics works. Like, <laughs> unless there's an emergency, which yeah. it doesn't seem like that's the case, then everything is like very scheduled mm-hmm. in politics. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is the part of the story I'm not a fan of, of her just like constantly checking out because she has like a million things on the go. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I could definitely see the conflict with Amy starting, you know, from episode one, um, because you know Lou is withholding her engagement back. She's, you know, keeping herself busy and not dealing with not just her own emotions but the rest of the family, including her sister. So yeah, it feels like she's very much got blinders on. Well, yeah, and it makes no sense that she wouldn't finish this conversation with Amy. And that, like, she'd get a call. She gets a call, and oh, I've got to go to this meeting yeah, now. Go right away, yeah, right away. Like, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. And also, I'm sorry, but you can totally tell that Michelle is pregnant this season. <laughs> they are not doing a good job with that. No. Yeah. So we find out that Howler, this horse, has PTSD. That this they were in a race, and the race racer. Uh, they hit the railing and then the, the racer f- uh, fell off and mm-hmm. died and the, he's uh, still upset. So anytime they're like, there's, they're by like the, um, the, really? the fence or the railings mm-hmm. uh, keeping you know, in the um, space, you know, I forget what it's called, but anyway, whenever there's any kind of railing or a uh, fence, he uh, reacts so mm-hmm. you see Amy working with Howler and uh, she ends up getting him to, to race around the do practice lap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, this is why I, I can't watch horse racing because of these, you know, type of accidents that can happen. Just the idea that I could be watching and this could happen. I mean, it's not a support, a sport that sort of, um entices me to watch anyway um it's not something that I Mm -hmm. choose to watch but yeah like just the idea of that happening while I was watching would be too traumatic yeah yeah I mean it's definitely also like it's definitely the fact that they may at the end of the race may have sometimes have to like basically kill the horses yeah it's sort of traumatizing yeah Yeah, can't think about it yeah yeah if they end up breaking a leg or you know something like it's that that would be hard that would be really hard but i mean i know most of the time they treat them very well but i have heard of that happening i think it was if it was the kentucky derby or one of those big uh 
races and if it was last year or year four where they ended the winner ended up breaking a, a leg or something and and have to get shot mm-hmm. it's just like what that's oh a crazy God. sport yeah you yeah. know even <laughs> ones where they just die you know the the you know their heart can't take you know the, mm-hmm. the sort of race or the the situation there was one here in the uk like i think it was last year or the year before where yeah the horse just died and it was just like yeah <laughs> I, it's not a support that i would choose to watch <laughs> Not when it's immediately followed with the horse could die because of X amount of reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so we have Amy telling Lou, "You're so caught up in your own world. You may be the mayor of Hudson, but you're you're my you are not my sister, and that's who I need." Mm-hmm. So that's pretty tough from Amy. She usually doesn't yeah. talk like that. Yeah, I do like that she has sort of very vocal and how she feels and standing up for herself and you know calling out mm-hmm. Lily and Lou in this episode feels like Amy's grown a lot and you know she's had to um she's become sort of yeah there's sort mm-hmm. of a bit of um, spark in her you know at least in that sort of aspect of her life yeah and then Jack says you want to talk and she says, I'm sick of people making excuses. And uh, and that's when Jack says, it's a disease, Amy. And he says, I saw it oh, with yeah. my dad was, and with yeah. Tim. Mm-hmm. And it, it deserves a little more understanding than anger. Yeah. Which was a good yeah, moment. The, yeah. That is the hardest part about addiction. Um, you know, I have, you know, family members with addiction issues. And it's it's hard because you try to be compassionate as much as you can but there is that frustration and anger that you know comes with it you know this Mm -hmm. thing of like well why why can't they just stop even though you know why you know you know logically and intellectually why but yeah it's such a difficult thing to deal with um yeah definitely and it's it's hard to know that line between when am I enabling the behavior mm-hmm. and when I am I loving you know the person and, and helping them through this that would be yeah. very tricky I I've actually two of my cousins passed away from drug related problems and it's tough yeah. really tough and it's also when do you stop sort of accepting excuses and yeah it's hard yeah it's really hard you, are you enabling the, the mm-hmm the addiction or are you loving the person and that would be that would be hard to know um we also have parker (laughs) insisting that jack gets solar panels yeah and so this is this is the funnest part of the relationship so far for me (laughs) we're just like going around switching off all of the lights (laughs) yeah it was pretty funny uh so he builds these like they're what did they call it like brackets or whatever yeah, that for the, yeah for the uh solar panels but i guess she gives them the wrong measurements and yeah, so he has to like the actual frame of the things so yeah they had to so he has lighter. to do it all over again <laughs> but yeah. uh, but she's just like i i'm just a little girl i'm just, <laughs> I'm just a kid, a kid. Why are you listening to me? 
<laughs> Even though I sort of bullied you into this. That's <laughs> cute. That's really cute. Uh, so then Lou says, I feel like I'm failing at everything. And, uh, and then uh, she says, Mitch and I are getting married. Uh, and then Peter says that he broke up with Jen, which is a bummer. Yeah. I like them. I like them as well. Um, and uh, and then I forgot to write down, but somebody said, do you think we'll allow ourselves to be happy again? I'm uh, not sure if that was Lou, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Wade's horse, Howler, wins, and Lily tries to give Amy the, the money from the win, mm-hmm. and Amy gets upset about it. Yeah. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, thinking that money would solve anything. Um, yeah, that's not, especially because it went right against Amy's sort of um, advice on what to do with the horse, which was not put him in a race right away. So yeah, it's not the way to win Amy over. Yeah. Yeah. And Lily says that she had no choice. And uh, she says, I needed help getting over my trauma, just like Howler did. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting thing of like, Amy is so understanding with animals. So yeah, calling her out on maybe there's a disconnect between animals and humans was, was interesting. Yeah, and then we get this explosion. And I thought, oh, yeah. is, this, is this Lily's car or something? No, I At think the it's end? a... Yeah, I think it's a mine. Mm. I mean, it just seemed like, because then she drives away and then all of a sudden there's this Mm. explosion. Yeah, I think I saw in the description for the next one, it's a a mine explosion. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, this was a pretty, pretty good episode, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pretty, I think the acting was, was good in this one. Pretty solid across the board. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So what would you give this one? Um, I'd give us one and eight. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think eight is good. So let us know what you think. I know we're going to have probably have a lot of comments because there are people very upset about <laughs> what they did. And they, mm-hmm. of course, the death of Ty, we're all upset about that, but, but uh, how they handled it. We would love to hear your thoughts uh, in the comments <laughs> or on Twitter, what score you would give. And, uh, and so let us know. And Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really, really appreciate it. And if you are uh, watching on YouTube, listening on YouTube, please uh, give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that. We've got lots of Heartland content, our recaps. Just like we said, we had an interview with River, interview with Amber, uh, and a lot of other uh, interviews. So check out the playlist with all of our Heartland content. And uh, we'd appreciate that. We also have the patron group and merch store. So we, that helps us be able to do what we do. So please take a look at that. And we have Heartland inspired merch. And uh, Thanks so much, everybody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.